Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you this week? I am feeling very merry. <laughs> well, that's great because that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, as you know, if you're a listener to the program, you know a couple weeks ago we began talking about the holiday experiences at Walt Disney World. And tonight we are here to talk about this year's version of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And I just love the holidays at Disney. There is nothing that can compare on both coasts to all the fun for the holidays. So immediately happy holidays to everybody, right? Regardless of what you celebrate, like you said, the holidays in Walt Disney World, it's it's a little bit more special magic that goes on every every time. And I've had friends, I've been there as well, but I've had friends recently this year that were there when the transformation happened. It was Halloween and then it was Christmas. So so now we are in the very Merry Christmas party season. Tell us when it is. It is Sundays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and most Friday nights from 7 p.m. to midnight. And this is strictly in the Magic Kingdom. So it's a, it's a special ticketed event in the Magic Kingdom. It is. And we talked just last week about the new Jollywood party at Hollywood Studios. So, so much holidays coming and next week they'll kick off the holidays in Epcot as they close out the food and wine festival. But this is the Magic Kingdom's version of how they celebrate the holidays. So you said Sundays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and most Fridays. Give us the times again, and then let's talk about what it means for for people that are visiting that aren't going to the party briefly. I'd love to. So the official party time is 7 p.m. to midnight. Guests with party tickets but no theme park ticket for the day can get 4 p.m. early entry. So what that means is from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., it's like bonus time on your party ticket. You get those three hours that you can be in the park. There's a tiny bit of extra special stuff, and I'll say it's a tiny bit, but it actually was my absolute favorite. Um, And you get a little bit of rides. Maybe you want to go in and you want to have dinner before the party instead of taking that valuable party time. And for everybody else, the park closes at 6. So from 6 to 7, anybody without a party ticket, they're kind of getting you to clear out. It is really the one time that goes against the Disney policy that I always say of they will continually let you spend money. They used to continually let you spend money. But what I saw this year is even if you just wanted to shop in the Emporium, if you didn't have a wristband once the party started, they really worked hard to see you out the door. Now, when you say wristband, because let's be fair, at this point in Disney history, everything's a wristband <laughs> or, or your phone or your watch. You know, for folks that have done the other ticketed events, it's a specific wristband that is for this particular evening. It's not a, a, a magic band that's specific for the party. It's an actual fabric wristband that that you get when you walk into the party correct that is correct and i was just gonna say they started fabric wristbands with halloween for some reason they didn't use them for jollywood nights but it used to be this nice hard plastic thing that was totally itchy and sweaty and very impossible (laughs) to get off right and now it's this wonderful little fabric band it is 
It's the little things in life, let me tell you. I don't know. The fabric band wasn't the easiest thing to get off, though. I'm not going to lie to you there. That they, they certainly make that thing stay on your wrist. Obviously, you're moving around. There's kids putting it on, so just be mindful of that. But I do agree with you. It's certainly an upgrade from from those scratchy, itchy paper bands that you get all over it the place. It is. And I'm going to go a little off topic, if that's okay. Of course. We're really focusing on the party. But I also want to say, for those of you not spending for the party, because depending on the age of your kids, it's a lot of money. This may not be the way to go. This is a phenomenal Magic Kingdom day because it tends to be less crowded. People know it's going to be a short day. And I encourage you, especially if you have a park hopper, go in in the morning, have some lunch, watch that 3 o'clock parade. And when that parade is over, get out of there. Yeah, Because just like early morning admission, even though 4 p.m. is the official entry time, they do start letting people in about 3.40, 3.45. And I have to say, I was shocked. I got there about 3.15. I was using a regular park hopper so I could be in the park and pick up my wristband in the park. I will tell you, there had to be 500 people waiting wow. 45 minutes before the early entry time. So there is definitely a large influx of people at 4 p.m. They do a really great job now of closing off the hub. So if you are leaving Magic Kingdom, you can only exit what is on your right, that City Hall side and under the train station. And if you're coming in for the party, you must enter on that right-hand side go past Tony's, and then instead of being a fish swimming upstream, they open a little backstage area. You kind of go right at Tony's, and they've got giant blow-ups for the party, great picture opportunities, and this year an opportunity for your photo or video, as I did, with a live toy soldier. It made my night. Oh, that's really cool. But I will say that that backstage area, too, really over the last oh, I don't know, seven to 10 years, that's really become really kind of a safety valve for the Magic Kingdom. And in years past, when they first started doing it, when they hit like an insane capacity, it was very backstage. And from what we experienced when we went into the Halloween party this year, it was not very backstage. It was exactly as you're describing it. It was set up as a place that was like welcoming you into the particular party experience. So it sounds like the the entry is similar. I will say it is closed off during the day correct yeah but both there and in hollywood studios they've taken what used to be a backstage area and actually use it as an exit most evenings right you still have to exit through the train station but instead of funneling everybody down main street at the end of the night on a regular night with fireworks it allows a much better egress to get people out of the park Okay, so and so as you said, they've cleaned it up, and it it's an onstage area, but it's a exclusive open time onstage area. Yeah, I was gonna say it's more like a staging area. To be perfectly fair, that that doubles as an exit or an entryway. But I did find it to be certainly more magical than it was when they first started sending people out of it. Um, so let's break down the cost. Let's break down the cost for a thing like this because I know that that's always the, one of the first questions that people have. It is 179 to 199 per person, and that is just for that 4 p.m. early entry, 7 to midnight party. That is not 
during the day that is not a hopper that is just the party ticket it's same pricing as we saw last year some nights have discounts for annual pass holders disney vacation club owners um but it is something to think about whether that's where you want to spend your money i kind of as i was getting ready for tonight's show i looked at that number really carefully because i am if you ask me a favorite disney character probably right after the big boss himself it is the toy soldiers for me they are disney and so i will probably forever always buy party tickets but i looked at it and said okay 179 to 199 i compared it to jollywood nights that we just talked about again you're getting different rides and different experiences but if you're all about the rides here's kind of where i looked at the comparison jollywood is 159 to 179 so it's coming in less expensive and we're going to be seeing the after hours parties coming back. Um, they're coming back this winter and spring. And I'll drop a link in the show notes if you didn't hear my coverage of those last year. They are 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. with a 7 p.m. entrance. So definitely a shorter time frame. But again, 159 to 179. And if you're just there for the rides, it's a little bit of a toss-up. For the holidays, I'm all in on the parades and the fireworks. But again, it's really, what are you there for? Well, it's also your traveling party, right? I mean, if it was just me, I'm going to the Magic Kingdom because it's the Magic Kingdom. But as my kids are now getting a little bit older, they love Hollywood Studios. So it, it becomes a very, very different experience you know, that you just have to kind of figure out where do you want to spend your money? Is it around the holidays? Is it when these after hours things kick off, that type of thing? But at, at that price that you're talking, because it's the same price as last year, does this particular experience sell out? It is sold out for 95% of the nights. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, we see the sellouts usually start about four weeks six weeks before the first party the first parties of the season always sell out party one party two right then we see the last party sell out and then it kind of scatters on the in-between parties okay so but yes it it will there will come a point where every party is sold out well i was going to say that so we just have to kind of expect that it's not going to be every party immediately <laughs> but over the course of when they're on sale the odds are strong that they all do Yes, most okay. definitely. Okay, so obviously this is an, an experience you've you've ex had many times. So what, what for those of us that haven't done it, what can we expect for the night? They always do special fireworks. This year is the same as last year, the Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time. And those are going to be a little later than we're normally used to. Those are going to be at 10 p.m. The Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Parade, my absolute favorite with the toy soldiers and of course ending with santa himself there's an 8 30 parade and an 11 p.m if you are staying all night go for the second parade it is much less crowded if you're traveling with me go for them both <laughs> okay what else stage shows again this is about picking what you want to do because they really hit on everything so great shows on the castle on that stage in front 
and you'll see uh, the Dapper Dans are performing different things throughout the evening if you're there really for the entertainment. Well, and I'll tell you the next thing that I know you're going to talk about. It sounds so silly, but when we went to the Halloween party, this was something we had to hit. And with little kids, it's a home run. It's the dance parties. It is a home run. I encourage you to hit them later in the evening with the kids or <laughs> a little earlier if they're getting cranky. They get lots of their energy out. There are actually three dance parties. My favorite is the one back in Storybook Circus. Most people don't find that one. I have been there probably a dozen different times, and I don't think there's ever been more than 20 people. Oh, wow. Okay. And that one has multiple characters. That's where you're going to find our Disney Junior friends. There is a big dance party in Cosmic Rays where you would find Sunny D during the day. And then over on the Tomorrowland stage, there is a third dance party. That one obviously is not happening when it's raining, but the other two are inside. Okay. What else? Once again, they put out those big photo spots. So they're kind of those big wooden pictures that you can walk into that create a three-dimensional photo. We've seen them at the parties. They're huge during the Festival of the Arts. But because of their size and their weight, they are not a party exclusive. So they are something you can peek at any time during the day, even if you don't have party tickets. But many of the magic shots, both for those three photo spots and various places in the park, are party specific this time of year. So I know one of your major reasons for going to things like this is because you get to see some significantly important characters to you, some that are maybe a little bit rare. Talk to me about the characters that are available in this experience. I'm going to be very honest on this one and say that I hope by the time all of our listeners hear this, that they have made some changes because I don't know why they didn't follow the, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. They changed up how they did the character lines this year. And I spoke to several cast members about it because I really began to think it was me. And they even gave Santa a new spot. He is where Tiana normally is behind the Christmas store. Normally the characters come out. They're there for quite a bit. There are definitely long lines for the characters. As you said, Jeff, there are unique character opportunities which create for those long lines. But this year I found that they closed the line before the characters even got out. They were counting the number of people that they could have. They were allowing people a good visit with the characters, not, hey, take your photo, sign your autograph, move on. Right. I think they're learning. People want to talk to the characters. And so in three different cases that I was going online, I got there 15 to 20 minutes early. I was able to get on two of the lines, but one of them they told me was closed already. Huh. So definitely if you're there for the characters – it's not the kind of thing where if it says nine o'clock, you can get there at nine Oh five because they were closing that line before their time even began. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, it's just it's a tough one. Yeah. That, that, that does make it a little bit challenging, especially for if you're traveling with younger folks. The one thing I did want to ask you about too, is every time we talk about these parties, we tend to talk about food. We tend to talk about food a lot, but specifically for these particular experiences, because I know that there are 
some unique dining and, and food options at these parties. What do we have? I will say that part of me was very happy this time that there were not a lot of unique purchase food items. There were <laughs> some, you, obviously, you got, if you have Because you got to save some money? Before, <laughs> I saved a little bit of money. Yeah. More importantly, I saved a lot of time. Okay. Um, some of them were definitely carryovers from last year. Some of them, they also made holiday things, not party exclusive things. So in that four to seven time, you could get online for the food instead of having to wait and get it come party time. One of the real popular things with this party is the free cookies and drinks. So there are five different cookie stops. Each one has a different cookie. And if you've ever ordered from Cheryl's Cookies before, that's where they come from. I had Snickerdoodle. I had Green Frosted. I'm trying to think what else I had. So you get one kind of large cookie per person, but you can go back online unlimited times. And I will use the word line very loosely. They have really gotten this down pat now. Now, when you so say these things, you they're they're packaged, right? They're not just giving you a cookie. They come wrapped? Or correct. Not? They're yeah. giving you a prepackaged cookie. And then different stops had different drinks. There was hot chocolate. There was cider. There was eggnog. But I went to several of the cookie stops. Each of them had anywhere from six to ten lines open to hand you the free item. And unlike Halloween, where they're kind of digging and scooping, they can have the next cookie ready to hand to you. Right. Um, so it made it nice not to have to wait in line. And the other nice thing is they obviously are pretty much the number one place in the country to be sensitive to the allergies. Cheryl's does not produce in a allergy-friendly facility. So they were serving home-free cookie alternatives. They are nut-free, peanut-free, egg-free, dairy-free, rice-free, soy-free, gluten-free. I was told they are not taste-free, nor are they calorie-free. Talk, talk about magic, though. We, you know, I have I have a good friend whose daughter has every single one of those things that you just checked off has that allergy, and so it's very difficult for them to send her to any party or anything like that to, to be confident a situation like that's just it it's just another bit of disney magic that's wonderful for for adults but definitely for kids that have to you know manage those types of allergies it is and as i said disney is always amazing about that for halloween it's much harder for the candy they have to do a whole separate spot and they only get one station so it's really nice here that every station has the alternative it's really inclusive that way anything special for the event that they have i loved that we got a toy soldier ornament to commemorate the event as oh. we were coming in so an awesome little souvenir for the day it's like they they took your notes and they were like sandy needs this ornament we need to have this toy soldier ornament you need ornament to add to her toy story collection <laughs> uh anything that we we haven't covered I will deny that I said this, even though it's recorded. Um, even though the parties are sold out, if you didn't buy tickets and it's a must do for you, I encourage you early in the day to go to guest services inside the Magic Kingdom. 
they often have a couple of extras for sale, but they definitely won't have them all day long. And by the time the party starts, they are gone. So I can't promise you tickets will be there, but I've seen a lot of magic going on with tickets. Okay. Anything else? In consideration for the cast that works so incredibly hard for these parties, unlike Halloween, where we see a party on Halloween and even the day after, the number of cast it takes to do a party like this is immense. And they don't want to be taking people from their family on the holiday. So the final party, as I mentioned earlier, is December 22nd. The nice thing about that is the week of Christmas, the parade that is unique to the party will perform during the regular park day. So if you're there Christmas week, you can see the Once Upon a Christmas Parade with regular park admission. And again, it's phenomenal to enjoy. I will also say the Kringle Crew, which is kind of the pre-parade hype crowd that comes out so that you know that the parade is coming and it kind of helps get everybody out of the street and situated. They're as much fun as the characters and the floats. And it's great to see the princesses in their holiday attire and all of the characters really dressed for the holidays. So, you know me, I love a good parade. (laughs) You do love a good parade and you love a good party. And I'm thankful that you went down and got a chance to experience it and share it with all of us. I know it's something that is on your annual list. And for a lot of your clients and a lot of our friends, they use this as a way to celebrate the holidays every year. Thanks for sharing it with us and have a great week. Thanks. Happy holidays, everyone. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk This. If anyone you know can benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Disc by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.